0: 153 of the Skeptic Wire for the 12th of March, 2014. I'm your host, Gary Lawn, and with me this week is Donna Swafford. Greg is off in the Great White Northeast-ish. Yeah, ish. I
1: wouldn't really say Northeast.
0: Well, it's Northeasterly of us.
1: Everything is Northeasterly of us. Or it's Northwesterly.
0: Yes, there is also North of us. Oklahoma, for example, is North... Of us, as is, whatever comes after Oklahoma. <laughs>
1: well, we're gonna win that geography bee, aren't we?
0: Yeah, I used to know, really, I did. Doesn't really, uh, doesn't really matter.
1: That's why they have Google.
0: Yeah, it's probably Kansas.
1: Might be, I don't know. I I'm sure a listener will correct us. <laughs> that's right.
0: We we could Google Maps it, but we're we we just can't be ours today.
1: Nope.
0: So, how's your week been, Donna?
1: Oh, busy.
0: Busy. Work.
1: Yeah, work. work, 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 work.
0: I heard you got something really cool, just as a gimme, just yes. given to you.
1: I got the new Samsung Gear Watch,
0: mm. and
1: it's kind of neat. It takes pictures. It looks and, like
0: an iPhone that wraps around your wrist,
1: except it's Samsung. It's well, not yeah, of course. Apple product.
0: Yay! Oh, which means that you can't have it. Therefore, you must give it to me because you hate all things that aren't Apple.
1: (laughs) Have you not looked at my phone?
0: That was forced upon you because Apple sucks. (laughs) Or something. Something I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this uh, dual nature of your mind works. (laughs) Yes. Oh, wait, it's not Windows, so Android's good. Okay, fine. And and it's it's Android, which is based on Google, which is do no evil. Therefore your watch is not necessarily evil. Yes. It could I bow be evil.
1: I bow to my Google overlords.
0: It could be evil, but it just isn't allowed to do evil outright.
1: Oh, okay, outright. Yeah. Because it's pretty evil at times.
0: Yeah, of course it is. Of course. Yes. I of course have been recovering from a surgery, which has been great. I've been trying to, trying to recover. I keep on, you know, staying up all day and sitting at the computer for all weekend and then paying for it the next day.
1: Well, I mean, you do have a thesis to write.
0: I do, which I haven't touched, mainly when working on movies and recordings and other stuff.
1: You mean stuff that pays you?
0: Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I guess eating is kind of important. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Food. But fortunately all is going well. So yay. So have we a birthday?
1: Yes, we have a birthday.
0: Other than the internet?
1: Other than the internet. Okay. Um it's a she and she was born this day, March twelfth, in eighteen seventy
0: eight. Hmm. Okay.
1: Um Was she a nurse? No. Okay. Um she was actually a housekeeper.
0: Betsy Ross. No, no, accepting injury or something.
1: Um, she suffered from the stigmata.
0: Oh. Uh now we're in the territory of which I know nothing, hardly at all, except for those stupid movies.
1: <laughs> hey, Stigmata has Gabriel Burning and it. it's the only reason I like it. Okay. Because <laughs> he's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I, I do remember that movie and I, I enjoy supernatural thrillers like that.
1: But. Yeah, see, like okay. This is total aside here. Stigmata, um,
0: Seventh Seal, Seventh
1: Seal, Seventh Sign, all of those movies, they don't scare me. Dogma. <laughs> I love dogma, except for the shit monster, okay, the Golgotha <laughs> in it.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That just makes me want to retch just a little bit in my mouth,
0: but. Well, I think that's the point.
1: But, like, these movies, The Exorcist, all of that, they've never scared me. Hmm. But you give me a movie like Saw, which could, the first one, not right. any of the subsequent ones, which well, could just... potentially happen. Sure. That shit scares the living daylights out of me. Like, I mean, just heebie-jeebies, I will be thinking about it for three days.
0: What about It's Alive? Remember that one? That was about the mutant babies that were immediately deadly upon birth. <laughs>
1: I remember it, but I don't remember being. It's,
0: ba- it's a bad movie, but back when uh, in my formative years, it was like I was, but preteen, I I saw it. Probably shouldn't have. Probably shouldn't. So yeah.
1: Yeah, well, I had older brothers who convinced my parents that Grizzly was a nature film. I'm
0: not familiar with that one.
1: It's about a bear that attacks a California town, kind of rabid, or no, Colorado town kind of rabid bear that just attacks and kills everybody in the town. Yes, my older brothers, thank you, Mark, thank you, Jay, convinced my parents that little six-year-old Donna needed to go see a nature film.
0: Sure, because that was about the time of Grizzly Adams, so... Yeah,
1: that's exactly where they went. They were like, (laughs) oh, okay.
0: That's awesome.
1: (laughs) For five years, I didn't own a teddy bear. I was like, get that shit away from me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. So now with the uh, with the build a bear, you're perfectly happy because now you can see how where the guts are. Exactly. Okay.
1: But back to our birthday.
0: Back to our birthday, uh, stigmata woman. Yes. Uh, she, uh, Saint Mary of Assisi or something.
1: No, uh, I will just give it to you now. She is Saint uh, Gemma G- Galgani. Uh. Saint, actually Maria Gemma Umberta Pia Galgani. Okay, <laughs> um, she was venerated as a saint in the Roman Catholic Church, of course in nineteen forty and she is called one of the daughters of passion for her profound imitation of the passion of the Christ. Supposedly she could levitate and do all of these funky parlor tricks.
0: See I don't get the a levitation was that really part of the the passion I don't believe that at any point during his entire um uh, uh, porn violence porn whatever it is, torture porn thing, did he ever levitate? Right. And furthermore, if he was levitating, then that makes being on the cross a hell of a lot easier.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Well, according to Wikipedia, it says she was, and this is what's cracking me up here. She was frequently found in a state of ecstasy. (laughs) Where are your hands,
0: St. Umberto Golgotha?
1: Right. And she said she has been reputed to levitate, and in one instance in the dining room of her home was a large crucifix that was highly venerated by the whole family, particularly by Gemma. She claimed that at least once she found herself raised from the floor with her arms around the crucifix while kissing the wound on the side of the crucified.
0: That's a little bit creepy. so they think that this is a good thing. That's not creepy at all. I, I think that wouldn't that be like a possessed person? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's that's weird. Where's um it? Okay. But she
1: uh died a long and painful death oh. due to tuberculosis. Um well, that's but odd. apparently there were numerous extraordinary mystical phenomena that occurred during her final illness. One of the religious nursing sisters who attended to her stated, we have cared for a good many sick people, but we have never seen anything like this. But they never really actually say what happened.
0: Anything that it was like of which they have not seen. Right.
1: At the beginning of Holy Week 1903, her health deteriorated quickly, and by Good Friday, she was suffering tremendously. She died in a small room across from the Gianni house on April 11th, 1903, the Holy Saturday, After a thorough examination of her life by the church, she was beatified in 1933 and canonized in
0: 1940. You'd think that a good miracle here would be her being healed. Healed.
1: Yeah, one would think.
0: Okay, or maybe not dying in pain. But again, you know, I don't know. I'm really not down with the Catholic idea of pain and pain being closer to God and the whole uh, uh, Holy Mother... Wait, what was her name? Uh, uh, the one that Hitchens hated. Mother Teresa. Teresa. Yeah.
1: I just never got the, the whole beating yourself to get closer to God. The, uh, no. What's that word?
0: Flagellation?
1: The, yeah, the flagellations. Like, I'm all like, dude, I know where you can get somebody to do that. It's about 300 bucks an hour. They're well, happy to do it. They yeah, know what they're see, doing.
0: Okay. See, the problem there is these guys are doing it for themselves for free, so why would they want to pay someone $300 to do it? Aha! ha! <laughs> I realize that your friend has to eat. <laughs> yep. But it's probably cheaper just to go down to some South American country and beat yourself.
1: Probably. <laughs> I just... Anyway. I'm with you. I don't understand this whole paying... You know, because like when I hurt myself, I don't want to be in pain. You know, give me a Tylenol if I got a migraine. Give me something a little more. Uh, I
0: do. I do uh, blaspheme a lot, however, when I stub my toe or stick oh, yeah. my finger or something. Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, that's <laughs> the best time to blaspheme.
0: Exactly. So apparently, it does bring you closer to some sort of god, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, so it's Saint Gemma. Galgani. Galgai. okay. He plays the birthday.
1: Yeah, that was as skeptical as I could find today. Apparently a lot of composer, composers were born in history, and obviously I don't do this as well as Gerg does, so he will be back next week. Hopefully he'll have a birthday for us. Otherwise, we'll probably just be recycling something. <laughs>
0: I'll do the birthday next week if he isn't back. All right. So what else has happened this past week? Oh, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> well,
1: why did I know you were going there?
0: I don't know. Some cosmic connection, I think.
1: Hmm. Let me think about that.
0: Or maybe it was a drink. Maybe, maybe I, I think the entire world joined together drinking Cosmos.
1: No, 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 no. no. Hmm. hmm. They were all watching TV.
0: I, I wasn't, actually.
1: Oh, you probably caught it on Hulu.
0: No, I I caught it on CosmosOnTV.com, ironically. (laughs) (laughs) Which is weird that they would have CosmosOnTV.com when it's not on my television.
1: Well, that's because your TV doesn't have cable.
0: That's true. But but the point is, CosmosOnTV is not on TV when you watch it online. Anyway, Cosmos... With uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the the first one, the long, the highly anticipated,
1: uh, on the same part channel, do the same channel that's own uh, I should say on the channel that is owned by the company that brings you Megyn Kelly. Yeah, let me just put that out there. I want, I just want people to remember this
0: that that promotes science denial. Yes, through their news programs.
1: But I mean, it's. Put out by Fox. Uh,
0: Fox Entertainment. Fox
1: Entertainment, which is a division of the Fox Entertainment group. Yeah.
0: Um. I mean, because they have the family guy and... Well, yeah, and, and Seth
1: MacFarlane yeah. is the one who pushed very hard for the reboot. So, yay. I mean, he actually went to Mrs. Sagan and said, hey, I want to do this.
0: That would be... uh Carl Sagan's wife, Anne Druyan. Anne Druyan. Druyan. No,
1: but I mean, he went to her and said, "I really want to do this. I think it is time for a new generation to be exposed to all of this." And she gave her, for lack of better words, blessing.
0: Well, she she was part of the the team that put together the first one. Yeah. So it's not like she. Just she was like, Which is like, yeah, okay. It was not like she was protecting the name, but she was also protecting her reputation with as as a writer and and um, uh, science advisor on the first series.
1: Right, and she's, I mean, a, a competent um, scientist. <laughs> that would be the word, competent scientist in her own right, as well as being an activist um winner of several awards actually she was a juror in at Sundance one year. Well, something most people don't know.
0: Yeah, I did not know that.
1: Um she was responsible for selecting the winners of the Alfred P. Sloan Prize for films about science and technology.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I also didn't know that that was a category.
1: Yep. And so, you know, like I said Seth MacFarlane, well Seth MacFarlane has spoken out very publicly saying that if if she had not given her blessing to do this, he wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. And it was on TV, and if you could tell anything from my Facebook feed, apparently everybody I know was watching it.
0: (laughs) It did seem that way.
1: (laughs) It was kind of this, like, little blow-up. Cosmos is starting now! (laughs) It was like all of my really intelligent friends went suddenly fanboy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I was... I was uh, posting stuff as well, but uh, I just wasn't watching it. I was um, high on painkillers.
1: Well, like I said, I watched it. Um, I ended up watching it later, much like you. I had recorded it because I actually—I <laughs> okay. Everybody out there can laugh at me. I actually watched Resurrection. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Which is, one thing that I like about it is they have a a doctor on the show. Young, female doctor who is all like, okay, this shit can't be happening. (laughs) You know, they have a female skeptic on it. And that's what I love about it.
0: Sort of like the X-Files then, is what you're saying? Yeah. Ish. Ish.
1: But, I mean, so you have a TV show where you get people who are coming back from the dead. Right. Like, years later.
0: Oh, I remember. Yeah. That, and right. they,
1: they come back, like, at the age that they die, because this little eight-year-old kid comes back. He's the first one that comes back. And there's this doctor going, um, I have a problem with all of this. Uh, This DNA testing. Somebody fucked it up. <laughs> she was all like, because this can't be happening.
0: Right. So we're saying so, so allegedly in this program, the people are who they say they are. So the DNA does match. Or the DNA the... matches. Okay.
1: So like this little kid who died at the age of eight comes back, and his parents are in the their sixties now, because he died like thirty two years ago. And so he comes back, and they run a DNA test which they don't have his particular DNA, but it shows that he is the son of both the mother and the father. And so everybody's like, the dad's like all skeptical, like this can't be, da-da-da-da. And the mom's like, oh my daddy's he's home, I love him.
0: <laughs> which, of course, you know, all yeah. television moms are like that.
1: But like I said, this daughter is like, science tells me this can't be happening. Right. Which is kind of cool.
0: <laughs> that is cool. Unfortunately... Um, it obviously is, <laughs> which is kind of the point. <laughs> so it kind of, it kind of creates the thing. You can't just say it's not happening when it's so obviously is right, happening. Right, but she's,
1: she is the one that's looking for an answer. A,
0: a reason, and not just God did it. Right. Okay.
1: And so, um, I have a theory about the show, but.
0: But that's neither yeah, here this nor there.
1: N- neither here nor there. Let's get.
0: Cosmos. Let's get back to Cosmos, because uh, it, it was actually, it's a pretty good program. Uh, I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. Obviously, much better graphics, um, some real pictures of the outer planets, Yeah. which I don't believe the first one even had.
1: I think they had artist representation.
0: Yeah. No. But now we know so much more about the moons of of jupiter and saturn you know and and so that's going to be interesting to see how they do it because it's a 13 part series i believe
1: yeah i think so
0: so the 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 i guess it's the pilot you could call it even though it's already made and it's already going to be shown but it has a lot to get through in an hour so it's basically the index of what's going to be coming later right so it had to go through a whole bunch of stuff
1: you know it it, it talked about all of these scientific things and It kind of said, okay, it led up with, like, okay, this is what we're going to be discussing. Right. You know, this is what I'm going to show you. Right. And then, apparently, a TV station in Oklahoma had a problem.
0: A Fox affiliate, no less.
1: Hmm.
0: Yes, K-O-K-H TV.
1: K-O-K-H. Yes. Coke. Coke.
0: Uh, sure. I was gonna say cock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm trying to be nice.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know why. K K being anything west of the Mississippi, I believe, and then O OK K for Oklahoma and H for a random
1: letter. Uh,
0: they appear to have cut off the portion where he he started talking about. Well, I don't think he actually comes out and says evolution. No. But, but
1: he talks about how man went from basically trees to walking upright and
0: Well, not not from looking, being trees, but living in trees. Right. So he, he talked about evolution and... I, yeah, well, the, the, the idea was that since the Big Bang to right now, all of our civilization is in the last second or so the last
1: yeah well this is this is what tyson said it says we are newcomers to the cosmos our own story only begins on the last night of the cosmic year right three and a half million years ago our ancestors yours and mine left these traces and he points to some footsteps he says we stood up and parted ways from them once we were standing on two feet our eyes were no longer fixated on the ground now we were free to look up and wonder.
0: Right. And unfortunately, the Oklahoma City Watchers Um didn't weren't allowed to hear that portion. Yes. <laughs> apparently cut off. there
1: was a breaking news of the story of a twelve year old bow hunter, for lack of better words, because they just randomly put this Fox nine, Fox twenty five, commercial.
0: Right over this portion. Over this portion. Right
1: now they're saying that it was a editing error. Scare quotes, editing error. (laughs)
0: Um, that's a pretty big editing error because it it, it appears to have been fifteen seconds of the of the program, and generally speaking, that's that's a long time. If you ever watched. Uh, a yellow submarine, you know, they go through how long is a minute. <laughs> and a quarter of a minute is really a long time. 15 seconds doesn't sound much, but you know, when you're microwaving uh, a tea or something, it, you know, that last 15 seconds takes, takes a while.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, in terms of a film, that's one quarter of a page of dialogue. So uh, just think about that. This is average as a page a minute. Right. So, a quarter of a page of written dialogue.
0: You can fit a lot into that. Yeah. So including something about evolution.
1: (laughs) It's just silly what they did though. I mean, are they afraid that even, you know, a general possible maybe concept of evolution talking about something that makes us unique as a species this bipedalism. Seminated. It is a hallmark of humanity. Apparently
0: we're not allowed to say that. Nope. So, it'll be interesting uh, to see if anything comes of this Fox 25 um, mistake. On the oh, other hand...
1: I'm pretty sure when they get further down into the episodes there's going to be a lot of Random commercials thrown
0: in. <laughs> Suddenly, just all of a sudden, beep. <laughs> nice. We
1: can't let you hear this.
0: Yeah. But it was really cool to see Cosmos back on. I'm very excited. Looking forward to the series.
1: And Neil deGrasse Tyson did a fantastic job. But he does a really good job of bringing science to the mouses.
0: Yeah. And that's sort of... I guess that's the theme of this podcast.
1: Or bringing science to the masses or sure. just
0: snarking about it? Well, a little bit of both. Because also, what was released, I believe, it, well, it's been going on for uh last couple of days, but Brian Green, the physicist Brian Green, has a website called World Science U.
1: Yes. And it's, you know, you just introduced me to it tonight. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, they have their science unplug section, which is really great. They are little short videos that kind of give you a taste of physics physics
0: yeah yeah a, a the 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 push behind this is would you like to know more about science without having to pay anything uh but uh, since it is Brian Green who is a physicist, currently everything. On this page is all about physics and maths and, and stuff like that, which is fine because uh, everything basically comes down to physics anyway. Yeah. I know some people come down, say it comes down to chemistry, but even beyond chemistry, it comes down to atoms, which is physics. So yeah. everything's physics. Everything is a perfect sphere. Uh, <laughs> every, everything comes down to a, a perfect frictionless sphere. In a vacuum. In a vacuum, exactly.
1: (laughs) But on this World Science Show, they have the Science Unplugged, which is just little short things. And then they have um, what they call their short courses, which are supposed to take two to three weeks. No homework. No prereqs. Yay! um, Which are space, time, and Einstein. There's another one about warps and curves. And another one about invisible (laughs) reality. You know, I think your dogs want to take the Invisible Reality one.
0: Right. Uh, which is basically quantum mechanics.
1: Right. Which is and cool, so
0: you can learn a little bit about quantum mechanics um, beyond but then he homeopathy. Does,
1: but then he does also have a university-level course, which is eight to ten weeks, about quantum mechanics. Yep. So, and general relativity and special
0: relativity. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. But let's say... Let's say you wanted to learn even more. Well, where they, could we go? MIT, it appears. I couldn't get into MIT. Tell me more. Yes, but MIT has a website called MIT OpenCourseWare, And it's a uh, ocw.mit.edu slash courses. And they have, uh, they've been videotaping, uh, a whole bunch of classes and putting them up online for free. So it's not like a computer driven, um, interactive type thing It's basically you, they've been putting the lectures up for free. Yeah. And so you can get these world class (laughs) for lack of a better term, professors talking about, uh, Pretty much everything. They have their entire course catalog, I believe.
1: Yeah. They so, even have classes in anthropology.
0: There you go. But everything from aerodynamics to psychology to materials to urban design policy and action to uh, archery and weight training.
1: They also have writing and humanistic studies and women and gender studies.
0: Yes, they do. So let's see. Let's, let's, let's go back here. By department, uh, aeronautics, anthropology, architecture, health sciences, history, literature, linguistics, mathematics, biology, chemistry, nuclear science, and engineering. Now, of course, uh, if you don't do any of the homework and you just go and watch the lectures, uh, you're not really doing yourself any favors by not really learning, unless, of course, you learn that way. But you can get some real courses in some, in all kinds of sciences and arts. And yeah. that's pretty cool. You can also go to
1: Coursera.org and they offer um, 626 courses, um, stuff about basics of epidemiology, financial markets, beauty, form, and function, the exploration of symmetry. Um, design and executing information security strategies. Yep. You know, they offer quite a bit also that you can take. So, you know, come take a look at some of these things. If you can't enroll in a college, you don't have the money to, but you want to learn more about these things. Happy birthday, to the internet. Thank you for giving <sighs>
0: this too. Exactly. Yeah, Even even Harvard. Uh, extension.harvard.edu also has. So, uh, if you want to learn stuff from I'm going to use scare quotes here real professors and people who know what they're talking about uh and not just so Wikipedia. The guy
1: that I that I've met behind the tasty phrase that said I could have a doctorate in divinity for 40 bucks it wasn't real. I
0: mean, is that what you're saying? Well, that may have been real. I mean, d- divinity. Well,
1: get a Doctorate of Divinity from the Universal Life
0: Church. Oh, how well, very nice. I'm considering it just to add it. Sure, your, your repertoire. So you can, you can list off the, your degrees. I have a Doctorate of Divinity. Just, are you going to start your thesis? Hello, my name is Donna Swofford. Yes. <laughs> that, would, that would be it. Uh, God dang it. Misi's being very protective of us of us this evening. I know. Yeah. So as long as she doesn't come back in smelling like skunk. No no. We'd be we'd be hearing something far worse than that. But Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Great. But but the cool thing is that we appear to be taking a turn in that public outreach. For education is becoming important to people. Uh, and that, that's certainly something that happened when the original Cosmos was aired. Now it was on PBS, but it was a real big deal and people became interested in science and astronomy and, uh, and how, how do we get out there and, and basically those types of sciences. Well, hopefully, And unfortunately, since then, we've seen uh, a split. There's been a decline in the public awareness of science, despite people trying to get it back. But we haven't had the communicators. We've had Bill Nye, but everyone does
1: a great job. He does
0: a great job. But but look at his target audience has always been uh, preteens and younger. Right. And he Mm -hmm. hasn't been on for a while. So, Bill Nye is famous because you and I, who remember him, remember make, him.
1: <laughs> and we, you know, and in, like in my case, because I do have kids, I make them watch the Bill Nye show, which you can find on YouTube and everything else. Right. But I encourage my kids to watch Bill Nye the Science Guy, and I've encouraged them to watch Cosmos, because I remember being the little kid in front of the TV watching Cosmos. Sure. You know, and – for about six months, I wanted to be an astronaut. And then...
0: I still want to be an astronaut. I just won't be. Won't be. You know. <laughs> Maybe a cosmonaut. But but, but the, the cool thing is, is we seem to be having a resurgence. I mean, we've had the uh, Bill Nye versus Ken Ham debate, which is not something that would have happened... For a long time, and Bill Nye saw that there's a problem here. We have the creationists, and we see it in the in our politics. People are panding to the base, which they always do, but it seems to get be getting it, more and more base. Right.
1: <laughs> it seems that Fraser? because science education is such a threat to religious studies, right? That The venomance against science education has grown and grown and grown, and we're now it has been easier
0: because they've been they've cut out all the they've worked. I'm going to call it the powers that be, but trying to get prayer back in school and then cutting out uh, the the STEM uh, 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 curriculums. And trying to, you know, if, if you're in education, you see the push for it. But when you're not part of education, like, cause I see STEM stuff all over the place, but I'm in the engineering department sure. and that's part of, you know, the STEM part. But if you're not part of the school system, you know, and your biggest thing is going to church and praying all the time and you think that prayer works, and that praying is going to heal your child from an easily fixable sickness, we have a big problem.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I was very fortunate. I mean, because you and I both grew up in the 80s everything else. I guess I had progressive parents, so to speak. And my high school said that you only had to have three, three out of four years of math and two out of four years of science to graduate. Not my parents. <laughs> Absolutely not. It was four years of math, four years of science. Right. You, but my dad was an engineer and an architect.
0: Right. And, as <laughs> mine, and mine was <laughs> and a... my mom was a, a nurse. nurse. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so there was this, no, you will, you know...
0: Right. It, which, but we were on the tail end of the whole... Uh, put the person on the moon, yeah, kind of thing. And what's happened now, at least in Texas, is they've done away with algebra two, as being required. Now it's an elective for people who know that they're going to need it. Yeah. But that's kind of the that's kind of the point is putting people in a position, especially to to learn. So I mean, I always thought that I was going to be a music education person. And yet I always also pursued physics. I took physics as an elective in Hmm. high school because I I realized the importance. And now, of course, I'm an engineer and I like science. But, I mean, I didn't need to take the math, but I appreciate the fact that I did.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't need to take it. My parents just made me take it.
0: Sure. So.
1: But at the same time, it helped me because when I ended up having to take Literally a mega shit ton of stats courses. I
0: understood it. Right. And it made
1: math. my graduate level work
0: easier. Right. So math math important.
1: Yes. And not just two plus two equals
0: five. <laughs> right.
1: Ugh. That was that the quote from the Ken Ham argument where they asked somebody you know, but
0: wait, wait, that, that was that was he from, didn't
1: make it. But somebody said, if you told me,
0: no, no, that that was that was from HBO's questioning Darwin. Was it? Yeah, that was a preacher saying if two two plus two equals five was in the Bible, you I would have, have to, to believe, to believe it, it. And I would have to work that into my worldview and try and figure out what it meant.
1: OK, because somebody quoted that after the Ken Ham debate. Yeah, that's where I saw it.
0: OK. Yeah, yeah, but it's from HBO's uh, vile, little uh, creationist circle joke.
1: <laughs> screed.
0: Sure. So, no, 2 plus 2 does not equal 5. On the other hand, if we had decided that 5 is a number that follows, that would equal 2 plus 2, but...
1: On a basis said, of, like, 1.5? Well... Or point. I mean, or
0: something. It, now now we're getting into semantics, and we're getting into you know, what does what does the number five really mean? You know, means five. We could, we could have used we could have used flower to mean five. Well, okay, but it doesn't matter. But we're not going to go down that because that's exceedingly boring topic. Of you know how we get the, how we get how we get the words that mean what the words mean. Doesn't matter. This is what it means. Two plus two equals four, because we have defined it that way, and it stands up to scrutiny.
1: Oh, I would say that Calliope disagrees with you and would like to argue
0: the point. Well, you know.
1: But she doesn't have opposable thumbs, so.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, enough. Go watch Cosmos online. Cosmos on TV online. Mm Dot com. Oh, that was the other thing, the reaction. So, there oh, was some, my goodness. some beautiful reactions by the uh, Christian, uh, I wouldn't even call it Christian right, just the <gasps> Christian fundamentalists, who were saying that uh, basically, a lot of the ones that I saw were using Ken Ham's, there's a book. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so there's a guy, actually, Bruce Jerinser. Um, He is a former evangelical pastor, now secular humanist, and he's got fundamentalist Christian reactions to Cosmos. So have kind of aggregated them.
0: I also find it hilarious that they're on Twitter.
1: So it says, apparently, hashtag Cosmos... Can just lie on t v the moon was actually created by God, as was life, yeah, we do know where life came from.
0: There's this book uh
1: star stuff this this dude had a dream one day, and all of a sudden he becomes the genius of the universe hashtag cosmos um keep that atheist propaganda off my screen, yeah. Uh, rewriting history for an anti-Christian agenda. Know the truth here. Catholic.com, blah, 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 blah. That's all I'll give them. Um, definite anti-Christian liberal slant to this. Not enough to just explain the science behind the theories.
0: Yeah, but the next one's sort of, sort of my favorite.
1: Oh, dear cosmos, the origin of the universe is actually not mysterious. God had Moses write about it in the Bible. You should read it sometime. Sometimes. <laughs> Um, if I had not heard of the Big Bang versus the Bible and was shown the differences, I would still pick the Bible. Seems way more plausible.
0: That's weird because there's there's two stories of creation in the Bible. That's weird. Uh, apparently he hasn't actually read it.
1: Oh, here's my next one. I kind of like this one because I love this argument. Wow. They, and belie- they believing in God is insane takes more, scare quotes, faith to believe what I just watched. Hashtag
0: Cosmos. Yeah.
1: I love that. Oh, it's so much more faith to be an atheist. No, it's not. Really. Been doing it for a long time.
0: Yeah. (sighs) So anyway, it goes on and on and on.
1: But apparently there has been a re-edit of Carl Sagan's Cosmos edited for Rednecks. Oh, yes. So you go to the bottom... It's a nice little thirty-second video.
0: Well, there was uh, originally on the Family Guy. They had uh, the original Cosmos, and then a guy who does Skeptically Pwned did the same thing over. I
1: love Skeptically the, Pwned.
0: The, the newer Cosmos, and it's quite funny.
1: Uh, oh, here's some more.
0: We'll put uh, a we'll put a uh, a link in the show notes.
1: Our entire universe exists because our Father, Jehovah God, and his wonderful Son, Christ, Jesus, created it for us to enjoy. Hashtag Cosmos. I always love it when they're all like, and his wonderful Son, Christ, Jehovah.
0: Mm-hmm. Because you could
1: just hear the little old lady like, like, I just got Twitter. Hashtag. <laughs> Yay. Um. I do kind of like this one. This one at least had a little bit of it. it. says, regardless of what hashtag Cosmo says, I believe we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Remember, TV also gave us big time wrestling. Well, I, you know, okay, yes, TV also gave us no, the WWE. No, but.
0: Wrestling just, was around before television. Uh,
1: television yeah,
0: but, just gave it uh, another venue. <laughs> Which was usually during church services <laughs> until it became even larger,
1: yeah, I just uh, I really have come to hate Twitter
0: <laughs> yeah well there's it's it's hard to be exceedingly pithy in when I did for you, but the the, the the real problem is when you get something something trending like the the ham nigh ham on nigh debate um you just can't follow it because it goes by too fast many too yeah. people are are tweeting i don't know how people do it
1: oh this one was a funny one obama does introduction just another obama lie in misconception of creation jesus christ shall return soon in jesus name amen i like how it's always thanks obama
0: yeah so, <laughs> Mom really had nothing to do with this at all.
1: Yeah, but hey, should be know. thanks, Seth McFarland.
0: Thanks, Mom, for for tweeting that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm if I'm, my mom if my mom knew how to use Twitter, she may have.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine your mom.
0: She's really a nice person. She just no,
1: I just can't imagine her twittering.
0: No, no, I can't either. It'd be hilarious.
1: I mean, because I know that my mom would be like. I got a Twitter. Yeah. I don't know how to use it. Tell me how to use it.
0: No, I think it's best if you just write a letter.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Which my mother would do. Yeah. My mother actually wrote, like her last 10 years of her life, she wrote a letter every day. Wow. That was kind of like her You get like
0: a PhD in letter writing.
1: Yeah, because nobody does it anymore. Yeah,
0: I know. That's exactly the point.
1: (laughs) Well, we have something else that we want to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about a little bit of hmm, misogyny but on the
0: Internet. It can't possibly be misogyny. Are we, are we talking about self-defense and misogyny? Yes. Hmm. So
1: you shared something recently that says it, it's showing some basic self-defense techniques.
0: Well, it shows a series of defense uh, techniques and like you can learn
1: this from a meme
0: yeah because it shows you pictures but but the thing it says the the tagline on it if you share this image it may save dignity of at least one girl in this world kindly share this not
1: really caring about her life just her dignity
0: yeah, and you know what? It skips a step. <laughs> it has nine steps. They it goes step one, step two, step three, four, five, six, eight, nine.
1: Okay, so first off, why are they so focused on her dignity? What yeah. about her life? I mean, honestly, that's really what you should be concerned about first. Because if this guy is, as they show, coming to strangle you right. in this sort of, um, you know, Frankenstein monster. That's exactly what's... Yeah. You know. And you have to... I mean, she's kind of tall for a girl, because, you know, they're kind of like same height, too.
0: They're exactly... Yeah. Yeah. You know. She's at least 5'10", 5'11", according to this picture.
1: So, you know, it says, you know, duck down, then headbutt them, and then kick them in the nads, and then hit them on the back, and... Knee them in the nose and then kick them while they're down and just keep kicking. Yep. Now, let me explain something here.
0: Well, fights I've, always go down exactly like this.
1: Right. And you're not going to be able to do this without lots and lots and lots of practice.
0: Yeah.
1: A two-hour self-defense course is nice, but it's not going to teach you enough or regulate your thinking that if you are in that situation, what do I do?
0: Right. This is why, this is why people get black belts for practicing for 10 years right, or five years or however long.
1: Why I took Krav Maga for five years. This is a prime example. I am confident that if somebody were to attack me, I could kick their ass
0: and you didn't just uh practice against someone your same height,
1: right? I practiced <laughs> a bunch against a bunch of people yeah. and I came home with the bruises to show for it.
0: Yeah. But the, but going back to this, this series of pictures is it shows that the guy is basically just taking it. He's standing there and taking it. He's not falling over. He's not falling over on the woman. Uh, He's – so step one, the guy comes at you like Frankenstein. Step two, you duck, and apparently his arms still go right above you because he can't adjust at all. Right. Step three, the girl's supposed to come up and hit the guy in the chin with her head. So she ducks down and then steps up. Yeah, like
1: this will, you know, supposedly do nothing to you.
0: Right. Right. So – Yeah, so the girl's not hurt at all. She's not stunned. She's not discombobulated from hitting uh, her head against somebody else's head. She's not hurt. And then somehow she recovers from that and knees him in the groin. I don't know. And his hands are now kind of on her shoulders. Okay. So those four steps might be able to work in sequence okay. Okay. But then, all of a sudden, she's elbowing him on the back of the neck.
1: Well, I think it's once he's he's starting to double over from,
0: from the, the groin. testicle hit. Okay.
1: Which would conceivably happen.
0: It, sure, but at the same time, um, there's a lot of different things that the guy could be doing. He could be grabbing hold of her and dragging her down with him. Right,
1: and she's got long hair. Right. You know, which is... I'm sorry, it's going to be the first thing that he grabs when he goes down.
0: Sure. Or the arm. And then, now suddenly she grabs and knees him in the face. Well, okay. She's nailed him on the back of the neck, and now she's picked him up? Yeah. And now, kneeing him in the face. Right. So, there's a physics problem? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a how strong is this? How heavy is this person? So, basically, it's a very... Extremely simplistic look at self defense.
1: And honestly, all they needed to do was end it at step three. Right. Because instead of raising up with your head and hitting him that way, since she had come down, all she has to do is push up with the heel of her hand and hit him right between the lip and the nose. Sure and I, most likely again, she's going to actually kill him
0: at that point well, and that's that's assuming of course that you can uh hit them between the lip and the nose well at, yeah I mean, I mean we're 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 talking magical powers under stress here,
1: right, but <laughs> that move though the heel of your hand into the nostril area of somebody's nose, if you can hit them hard enough, you can kill a person because. The 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 cribriform bones right behind your nasal cavity are these really thin, tiny, easily breakable bones hmm. and they go right into somebody's brain.
0: That would be painful, briefly. Hate
1: to tell you this, God, you made a mistake here. Okay.
0: <laughs> or maybe not.
1: No, he, he if he did, he made a mistake. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like the whole putting the testicles on the outside of the body. One would think, I don't know, that would be more beneficial to have them on the inside where they're a little more protected. Yeah.
0: They should be outside for all to see. Until, of course, you become ashamed and have to wear clothing.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, a, when you think about it, the human body... Was not
0: well. No, of course it wasn't designed.
1: Designed properly. I mean, we leave our whole gut area exposed. We, I, you, prime for you know. I mean, if you get stabbed in the stomach, you got a fifty-fifty chance of not surviving it.
0: Yeah, but I mean, if we if we just look through the animal kingdom and and look at the the all magical eye, the human eye is possibly one of the worst ones uh a fully functioning eye, I should say. Because the octopus has a pretty good one because they don't have a blind spot. blind spot. Chickens apparently have uh much better color sense than humans do.
1: I thought chickens only saw in black and white.
0: No, apparently not. Uh there was a report out just last week.
1: Oh life science.
0: Yeah. Yep, they see color better than humans.
1: See I remember in grade school, I guess it was learning that only primates could see in color
0: sure that was that was the deal, but obviously <laughs> we were wrong because <laughs> cuttlefish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mr. Mers. Well, they didn't know
0: like when my dad was going through getting his master's in geophysics, they uh The plate tectonic theory was kind of brand new. (laughs) Thanks, Obama. (laughs) It's all Obama's fault. So, so yeah, so uh, it appears birds can see better than humans, but we kind of knew that. I mean, obviously, raptors can see much better than humans Oh, yeah, because,
1: I mean, they can see, like, a bug eight miles away and be like, nom, nom, nom.
0: Exactly, whereas we're still sitting there going, hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm?" Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so, yeah, definitely not designed, but uh, really, that's pretty much all we have this week. Actually, you know what?
1: I want to just give a little bit of shout out here to the uh, Kentucky (coughs) Baptist Church. Oh, yeah. So, this Kentucky Baptist Convention wanted to reach out to the unchurched young men By offering them a free steak dinner and a chance to win a gun.
0: Uh, But you have to pay for the Bibles.
1: Yep. So Chuck McAllister is a former pastor and avid hunter who owns more than 30 firearms. As the Kentucky Baptist Convention's evangelical leader, McAllister talks about faith and firearms with gun enthusiasts around his state. (laughs) Come for the guns and stay for the salvation. Because, of course, God would want everybody to have an AR-15. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Well, that's when Jesus comes back. He's He's going to be carrying
1: an AR-15. Yeah, I just... (sighs) More children were killed last year with firearms than policemen. Wow. At least that's what John Faircloth said. Why is it? You would think, okay, if Jesus were to come back, he wouldn't need an AR-15. He's God, the son of God, some
0: weird... You'd, you'd think that he'd, he'd be able to take care of it. He has superpowers.
1: I mean, come on. He's going to be able to, I mean, he, he was able to raise people from the dead Who's to say he can't reverse that process?
0: Yeah, You know, but, and just uh, go, boom, you're dead. Well, on the other hand, he did say he's coming back with the sword, didn't he? Yeah. So he's going to be kind of outgunned.
1: Yeah, because you don't take unless, a sword to a gunfight.
0: Unless unless society declines so much that we're back to swords again, in which case he can probably fin, hold off.
1: Yeah, because nowhere in the Bible does it say anything about an AR-15 or a rocket launcher. Do you have anything else to talk about other than our wrap-up?
0: No. We're going to make it short this week. All right.
1: So what did we learn this week?
0: What did we
1: learn?
0: We learned that stigmata will allow you to die slowly and painfully. You know, for God. We learned that the entire cosmos is available online on TV. But online, too. And on TV. Sundays at 9 on Fox. Oh, and on the History Channel. And on Cosmos, on and TV. On, uh, dot com. Yeah. And on National Geographic. Okay. We learned that fundamentalists don't like science. Actually, we knew that. We learned that learning is available online for free. For free? For free! We learned that self-defense isn't readily available from an internet meme. but probably takes a bit of practice. Hmm.
1: Maybe.
0: And we learned that guns outrank the Bible in Kentucky. But that could just be the whiskey talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so I realize this is a short one this week, but we should be back at full force and hopefully all healed up and studied next yeah, week.
1: Yeah, well, we've had a busy
0: week. Indeed. So we will talk at you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. woo Yeah, no outtakes or anything. We don't have any outtakes. Go away. <laughs>